Hey everybody, for this week's Blessed Little Thought, I turned to the prayer book for inspiration. Looking through the calendar in the back, I was surprised to see that yesterday, March 31st, was the feast of John Donne. I knew his name as a famous poet, but what I didn't know until this week was that he was also a priest. And in fact, one of the most famous and influential preachers of his day. That phrase, that famous phrase, no man is an island, it doesn't come from a poem the way that I had thought, but from one of his meditations, one of his sermons. He said, no man is an island entire of itself. Every man is a piece of the continent, a part of the main. Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind. I found those words especially moving this week as we try to wrap our minds around the experience of the coronavirus here in New York City. The fact that so many of our fellow New Yorkers are sick or fighting for their health and their livelihood and their well-being. I've been struggling with a lot of emotions, how connected I feel to everybody. And I got a lot of comfort from reading the poetry of John Donne, reading uh, his brilliant and passionate takes on our Anglican theology. His own gifts with poetry pointed me back to the gifts of our own scriptural tradition, because I've been reminded in these days what comfort I take from reading the Psalms. I think a lot of times when we think about scripture, we think about stories, we think about figures, characters, stories that we find influential about how people like us dealt with different things. But I have always found these psalms to be particularly encouraging in these times. They are songs, poetry about love and praise and joy, but they're also about grief and anger and confusion, sometimes all in the same psalm. And perhaps most meaningful for me right now, they're not only confusion and anger with other people or with oneself, but with God asking the very reasonable question, why are these things happening to me and how will I ever live through them? In morning prayer on Monday, we were reading Psalm 31 and I was just struck by how many emotions we cycled through in just a few verses. It starts, you know, in you, O Lord, have I taken refuge. Be my strong rock, a castle to keep me safe. For you are my crag and my stronghold. For the sake of your name, lead me and guide me. It sounds really comforting and really sure, even joyful maybe, but in just a few verses, the psalmist says, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. My eyes consume with sorrow and also my throat and my belly. I have become a reproach to all my enemies and even to my neighbors, a dismay to those of my acquaintance. When they see me in the street, they avoid me. It feels so poignant in this time of fear and anxiety and social distancing, these words. And then in another few verses, the psalmist says, Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown me the wonders of his love in a besieged city. I have always gotten spiritual comfort from the psalms, not just for the promise of God's love and faithfulness to us, but for the encouragement that they make that there's space for us to feel all the different things that we're feeling, the different longings and fears and joys and loves 
and to feel them really strongly and dramatically. John Donne's poetry was actually notorious among some people in his time because though the old-fashioned words might feel polished and even stilted to us today, at the time he wrote them, they were raw and real. I was reading his hymn to God the Father, which is actually a hymn in our hymnal, hymn 140, and I think 141. We have two different tunes. Wilt thou forgive that sin where I begun, which was my sin, though it were done before? Wilt thou forgive that sin through which I run, and do run still, though still I do deplore? When thou hast done, thou hast not done, for I have more. Wilt thou forgive that sin which I have won others to sin, and made my sin their door? Wilt thou forgive that sin which I did shun a year or two, but wallowed in a score? When thou hast done, thou hast not done, for I have more. I have a sin of fear that when I have spun my last thread, I shall perish on the shore. But swear by thyself that at the, my death thy son shall shine as he shines now and heretofore. And having done that thou hast done, I fear no more. There is a lot of beauty and comfort for me in John Donne's poetry and in the Psalms for their emotiveness, the room that they make for all our different emotions, and above all, for their honesty. I hope you'll spend some time with the Psalms this week and in the weeks to come to find that there really is room in God's heart, in God's ears, in the, in the heart and mind of God for all the things that we're struggling to bear in our own hearts and in our own minds. And that through all the sometimes fear and confusion and sadness, there's always hope. Hope that as long as we can speak to God, we are connected to him and to one another. That as long as we still have breath, no matter what is happening around us, we are being held in God's love. And even after that breath, we are held in God's love. I want to close by saying the collect that we have, the collect of the day for John Donne. O God of eternal glory, whom no one living can see, and yet whom to see is to live, grant that with your servant John Donne, we may see your glory in the face of your son, Jesus Christ, and then with all our skill and wit, offer you our crown of prayer and praise until by his grace we stand in that last and everlasting day when death itself will die and all will live in you, who with the Holy Spirit and the same Lord Jesus Christ are one God in everlasting light and glory. Amen. I'll sign off by saying that this coming week is Holy Week. We will be broadcasting services throughout the week on Palm Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, the Easter Vigil on Holy Saturday, and of course, the Sunday after that will be the Feast of Easter. We'll be offering other prayer resources via email during that week. I also encourage you to join us for morning and evening prayer, to spend time in the Psalms, and to know that in these coming weeks, 
we are invited like never before to bring all our emotions to God, our love and joy and confusion and fear. And we can bring all of that to God and find it vindicated in the feast of the resurrection that we are known by God and loved by God with a power stronger than anything in the world, even death. Take care.